Want to learn how to make your home smarter? Then you're going to want to join me today with Chris Barry from Smart Home and Theater Systems, and he's going to tell you all about how you can make your home smart. You're listening to Welcome Home to the Suburbs. Designing a new home to be your family's sanctuary can feel impossible during the stress of moving. In this podcast, interior designer Jill Kalman shares practical advice, design wisdom, and lifestyle tips for anyone moving to a new home. You'll learn all about the psychology of a well-designed home and how to survive the move and thrive in your new life. Say goodbye to overwhelm and hello to a home you love to come back to every single time. Here's your host, Jill Kalman. Hi, so I have got Chris Berry from Smart Home and Theater Systems joining me on the podcast today, and I'm very excited to have him. He is a technology design expert, and he looks at customer needs and wants and design systems based on the use of the space, functionality, and budget. He can design your dream system and make your home really easy to use and to control. Chris has past expertise in sales management, and it relates to his current position for integrating all audio and video system designs and customer relationships. He has specialized training in the Crestron residential system design, and he's been a part of Smart Home for nine years. Chris lives in Madison, Connecticut with his two beautiful children, and in his spare time, he is a keyboardist, bicyclist, and enjoys skiing. With an engineer on staff and a team of design professionals, Smart Home works from the beginning stages of design right through completion. So if you're looking to install at your home or office or looking to build and really need a professional's eye on the project, Chris is the guy. So we're going to get into it. Here we go. Hi, so today I've got Chris Berry from Smart Home and Theater Systems with me, and I'm so excited to have you on the podcast with me today, Chris. I'm really glad to be here, Jill. Thank you for inviting me on. Yes, thanks for being here. I think we have a lot of really important things that we'll cover today that'll make people aware maybe of some things they weren't aware of that they can have in their home and ways to maybe improve upon systems. And I think with people being home, working from home, so many functions happening, I think what you guys do is even more important right now. So it's going to be a great conversation. Why don't you start by just giving a brief introduction to you and your company? And we can kind of start there. Okay. My name is Chris Berry. I'm uh, the system designer for Smart Home and Theater Systems. We're located in Milford, Connecticut. I've been with the company since 2008 and basically have been doing this, this work for that amount of time. We are a integration company and in- integration really looks at all of the different systems in the home and, and integrating those together. And It could be as simple as a TV above a fireplace, an audio system, and then moving, you know, more frequently now into motorized shades or controlled lighting, thermostats, and that sort of thing. And then anchored by all of that is great Wi-Fi. So we do that as well. And security and surveillance. So they're all important parts of the home ecosystem. Yeah, that's terrific. So when we're talking about a smart home per se, and the services you just mentioned that you provide, let's say, could you define what a a true smart home is and the technology? So if somebody wanted what I'll call a fully smart home, where everything was integrated from your TV down to your thermostat, that type of thing, just let, let our listeners know kind of what that would mean, what that would look like in their house. 
So with a company like like ours, we would put in a platform. We are a Crestron dealer, and Crestron is a home integration company. They're actually mostly commercial-based, but they have uh, this technology that they use in all of the company headquarters where they've got technology has all been sort of boiled down to some very good home technology. There's two ways to approach it. The way we approach it is a single app on your phone linked to a Crestron processor controlling the environment. So I'm controlling the shades, the lights, the alarm system, camera system, HVAC, audio, video, and any number of other systems. On a single platform like that, I can integrate commands so I can give you a button press in the kitchen that not only raises and lowers the lights, but could raise or lower the shades, turn on music, turn on a TV, do a number of different activities depending on what systems you want to control. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of do-it-yourselfer stuff out there where it's an app for the thermostats, an app for the doorknobs, an app, you know, an app for each part. Yeah. And then your app flipping, you can't really integrate those systems. There's no real way to do it. So going with Crestron, you're you've got sort of a more integrated approach. So you would basically have one app on your phone, and then through that app, you could look at everything from your lights down to your thermostat, down to your TV. Correct. Yes, that, am I understanding? Okay. Exactly. Great. That's amazing. So let's start going inside the home. We're going to open the front door and go in. And everything from, I think, a sound system to having music playing throughout the house with speakers, TVs in what I'll call regular rooms versus like a media room or theater system, which I know you also do, and lighting, security, I think even window shades. Let's talk about all the various things inside the house that smart homes provide and I'll let you start with that and how that works and how it branches off from getting sort of the fundamental thing installed and then branching out from there. Sure. So that even entering the home, you could have a programmable lock that's interfaced with the Crestron system and putting in a four digit code could then send a command to that system to operate any number of operations that you want. And again, going back to the kitchen demonstration, turning on lights, lowering or raising the thermostat, closing or opening the shades, and having all that done with just putting in the lock code on the door. Mm. That all has to happen in an environment that's got great Wi-Fi. So the first thing we look at when we go into a house is how good is the network? And in most cases, we are going in and saying, okay, we need to create a secure, safe network here. You're going to start putting a bunch of systems on this thing. So what you want to have is a very secure router. And then Mm -hmm. we would deploy access points in various rooms in the home. Mm -hmm. They're wired back to the router. So there's none of this mesh network where you're plugging something into an electrical outlet and trying to get it to communicate wirelessly back to the main hub. It's all wired. It's all one network. So as you walk with your device, your phone, let's say, through the house, the system itself is telling the phone which is the closest access point, when it should jump to each access point, And it all happens seamlessly behind the scenes. Yeah. That's really important because you're controlling a lot with your phone. You'll be going to do your lights and your music and stuff right from your phone. Right. Or an iPad, I am assuming as well, whatever. Yep. Right? iPad, okay. laptops, everything. We can in- interface everything. So you've got to sort of get the foundation in, which would be your Wi-Fi, to kind of have all these other things function smoothly, right? That's correct. And have a strong, that means having a strong signal, right? 
That's right. And that's why okay. we do multiple access points. And, and those are even extend into the outdoor because we're, I mean, quite honestly, people are trying to now create an outdoor room. It used to just be a patio, but now it's serving multifunctions. There's people having Zoom calls at the table on the deck, you know, so yes. we need to have strong Wi-Fi outside as well. It's basically become an extension of the house and it needs to have all the capabilities of any inside room in the house. Yes. And having said that, before we go into some of the other things inside, you and I were speaking about, and I, I've spoke about it to realtors and several people that, you know, with two people working from home now, the Wi-Fi signals need to be really strong. And a lot of things that I know people are confronting right now is they're working from home and they don't have the signals they need. You know, you've got kids on Zoom, you've got usually got a couple people working from home, and people are trying to get those systems upgraded quickly because they're really having trouble working from home because of that. That's a huge factor, don't you think, right now? Yeah, it definitely is. And it, it then it goes back to number of access points. How close can you be to an access point that also improves your connection to your internet and to the pipe that's coming into the home, usually via the cable company? And the systems we install allow 300 concurrent users. It sounds overkill, but what it really means is you could have a party with 75 people in your backyard or milling about your house, and they could all be streaming video, and these networks will keep up with that. Wow. That's yeah. pretty amazing. Can you achieve that even in an area? You know, some areas of the suburbs, I think I mentioned to you, are almost like little dead zones for internet. So if your home is in one of those, can you boost it enough to get some access? And it may not be 75 people, but could it be enough just for the household to use, you know? That's really a, a restriction of who the service providers are and how fat a pipe. In other words, how much bandwidth can they give to the house? Okay. We, we can put a system in that'll take advantage of pretty much whatever bandwidth they can hand off. Got it. There are, I've got one client way up in Northwestern Connecticut. And mm -hmm. he literally has this little small pipe. There's just no cable company. It's going to cost 20 grand. You'd have to pay the cable company to bring cable down the road. But we've wow. been, what we've been able to do with our system is he was able to get a Verizon cellular type service and mm -hmm. combine it with this company called HughesNet, which is a really old distribution company. And we're able to use our system and combine those two signals and create better bandwidth for his home. That's great. Okay. So now that we know that's kind of our basis and our foundation, after that, we can get kind of into the fun stuff and tell us, you know, all the capabilities you have for media rooms and TVs and great sound systems throughout the house and maybe some lights and the shades going up and down. If you sure. want to kind of expand on that to our audience a little, that would be great. Sure. So, you know, some of the trends we're seeing right now is people wanting to have even more of an entertainment space in their house. And a lot of people will put a TV up and won't worry about the sound. We think sound is really important. If you enhance the sound of a TV program, there's there's a lot of information that's provided with each program. So you'll get this fuller, uh, more engaging experience when you watch TV. So we're big into... If you've got a family room, let's add some surround sound to that so it sounds better and, and fuller. And then again, with the great Wi-Fi and the great networking, a lot of people are streaming now. They want to cut the cord with the cable company. They only watch Netflix. They only watch or they're getting YouTube TV. You now can get local channels on some of these streaming services. Yeah. A lot of people are just getting rid of the cable box and buying YouTube TV and watching Netflix or Amazon Prime movies, iTunes movies. 
there's a ton of services out there. So again, that, that allows you to put a smart TV almost anywhere in the house if you've got strong Wi-Fi and start enjoying programming right away without having to have a cable box. That's great. Yeah, we're seeing a trend towards, you know, beyond the family room into an actual theater. There's a real difference. There's a palatable difference between watching a bright TV and then watching a projected image. So when we approach a theater project, Mm. my goal is to create a space where you can really be taken away for a couple of hours. Go watch the movie, separate from you know, separate from all that's going on in the world right now, separate from your home office mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. floor above and go in and enjoy a movie. So we've been doing a lot of that. We dedicated theaters with sound and pictures that rival some commercial theaters. So we can really do some big stuff there. Yeah, I was going to ask you, so it's a different experience than the surround sound you add to your family room TV. It really is a mini or really a full movie theater experience. Yes, the way yeah. you... Yeah. So if you've been to any of these newer theaters where they've got the leather chairs and there's yeah. speakers all around, we can do the same thing. There's technology that allows you to do that in a smaller room yep. and allows basically a sound sphere to be created around you, which enhances the whole surround effect. And again, it's all about being immersed into the movie, you know, you're not able to go on vacation right now. There's got to be a place where you could just take a break and sort of separate from everything. We think it's a dedicated home theater is a really great way to do that. Well, yeah. And what's also, I mean, you're not really even able to go to the movie theaters. So having a real theater experience is pretty cool right now. I mean, yeah, we've all relied on Netflix a lot and you know HBO stuff, whatever, and that's great. But if you did have space in your house or are building a home theater, I think now more than ever, how cool is that? You could actually have a real movie night. I think that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And then you said you have um, motorized window treatments as well for inside the home? Yes, we do. We're a Crestron dealer and Crestron makes their own shade motors. And like the competing brands, everybody gets their fabric from the same mills. So you can get everything you, you want with Crestron. What differentiates Crestron is if I'm approaching, let's say, new construction and the client wants to make every window on the front of the house look the same mm-hmm. when the blinds are closed, but doesn't want to go to the expense of buying motorized shades for every room. As long as in the construction process, we pull a wire to each window, then we have the ability to do motorized. Let's say they do motorized in the master bedroom, but they do manual everywhere else. If they mm-hmm. want to upgrade later, Crestron is the only manufacturer where you can pop out the manual clutch and put a motor in and not throw away the shade and the fabric, not have oh, to have Oh, that's amazing. Whole, that, that is a big deal. Yeah, you don't have to have a whole thing made over again. You just have to have the forethought to have a company like ours pull a wire to each window that right. you might want to motorize in the future. That's a great thing. I love that. So the next thing I'm going to get into will lead us to our next subject, but... You have security systems and cameras, which start inside the house, and then we go outside the house because of the camera. So let's just touch on security and cameras for a little bit, and then we're going to move to the outdoors. So with security, we interface with a bunch of different security systems. We install them ourselves. And the beauty of having an integrated house and a security system is we're able to trigger some events. So from a life safety standpoint, let's say the smoke alarm goes off at two in the morning. If we've also put in lighting control in the house, I can have hallway exit lighting come on, but maybe not full brightness, right? Because your your eyes have been closed for three or four hours. You're 
Mm. waking up from a sleep. So we raise the light to maybe 25%. It's mm-hmm. enough for you to see clearly, to get out of the house quickly. That's we then great. send a signal to the floodlights on the front of the house to flash yep. so that when the emergency vehicles pull up, they know exactly what house they have to go to. They're not trying to look for an address on a mailbox. They just yep. see this house all lit up. It's like, come over here. So that's sort of important. We can also trigger events from motion sensors and camera systems as well. So Mm -hmm. if there's an event where motion is detected, we can then have the lights go on. And so there's a number of things that we can do. And again, both the alarm and the surveillance is all in the same app. So you're just going to a different button within the app to access those systems. Right. So you can have cameras on the interior of the home if you needed them in spaces or the exterior as well, I imagine. And then the fire alarm and then CO2 detectors, can they be wired in as well the, the same way the fire is? So if it does go off, it could wake you up, have some dim lighting to get out of the house? Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the things we do is we approach a house and we say, okay, in this house, you need this this many devices to be to code, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're a very conservative company. So we will come through and we'll say, all right, this is great, but I want to add a smoke detector here. We need a carbon monoxide detector here. I want a heat mm-hmm. detector over the furnace. I want yep. heat detectors in the garage. We will suggest additional sensors that enhance the safety of the system. Carbon monoxide is right in there as one of the important things to have on each level of the home. That's great. No, yeah, it's, it's very critical now to have that. So let's move outside because there's so much you do outside. And in fact, I've been on your email list for a couple of years and there was an email you guys even sent yesterday about outdoor spaces. And it's so amazing what you do. And I even learned that you guys can even help control the sprinkler system, you know, stuff with pools, along with just having great sound and music outside. Like you said, people are living outside more, especially here in the Northeast because our weather's good right now. And, you know, there's a lot of features we want now, don't we, with this new (laughs) lifestyle. So talk about how we can bring the smart home from inside to outside. Right. So we did. We talked about that, about the backyard being now an extension or another room in the house. So with the integration system, I can have a keypad or a touchscreen near the slider as you're going out. And we can create scenes on that keypad. One of them might be a party scene, let's say. What party scene will do is turn on the music system and go to a favorite channel that you like to listen to, or maybe a mix that you've created. It will defeat the sprinkler system so it doesn't go off during the party. Oh, that's Um, great. (laughs) It'll raise the spa temperature to 102 or whatever your favorite temperature is in the spa so that that's ready to go when the, the party continues into the evening. Same thing with the pool. We can do that. It will initiate any number of lighting scenes. So there may be a special way you want to light the backyard if we're uplighting trees or or doing special accent lighting. We hook those things up to dimmers and you can literally create a space as it gets darker outside. That's cool. Yeah. Stuff like that. We can do. Can you add colored lighting or no outside? There's ways to do colored lighting. Yeah. As well. I have a friend who has it on the inside of his house. He loves it. Yeah. And one of the things that we can do I haven't done too much of it. You can extend the music system into the pool. So a speaker can be installed below the water line. So when you jump into the pool, 
you continue to hear the music as you're I underwater and come up. Isn't that cool? Keeps the party That's going. Great. Dance underwater. <laughs> I like this. We gotta be oh. in there. We gotta be in there in time. Like as they're pouring the gunite and making, you know, some relief for lighting underwater, we would need a, a space to put a speaker underwater, especially designed speaker that basically vibrates the water, but it's uncanny how good it sounds underwater. You wouldn't believe it. That's amazing. And, you know, the thing about some of these things that our homes have the ability to do and having these special features that we, you know, under normal times might be like, ah, we don't really need that. To have it now during this time, I think it's sort of like it makes the whole experience even cooler. And it's like, what can we pull out of this, you know, event that we're all going through and find like some special things, some special moments and be at home and be like, wow, that was so cool, you know, and having people over to the house and saying, well, I go underwater and I can hear the music there. I don't know. I just think, you know, doing some things that are a little bit different, out of the box, more featured than we've had before are just going to enhance. And you know, because we're home more and this is where it's all taking place, right? So I love that, things like that. Before we move on to the next thing, is there anything else on outdoor spaces you want to cover? Uh, we do outdoor TVs and I'm actually getting a lot of requests for outdoor theaters and that's it's a little difficult because you can't really use a projector and a screen outside until it's dark mm-hmm. <laughs> so this time of year you're not starting a movie until nine thirty or so nine right. o'clock nine thirty at night that said the technology is there you can get a very large image you can set up screens on the other side of the pool there's a bunch of portable systems and i can get those for you At Smart Home, we'd like to make all of our systems easy to use. So although I can get portable systems, it requires setup on your part to set all that stuff up. And we'd rather give you a button press, have a screen drop out of, you know, some type of covering and have a projector go on that you don't have to touch. And the image is there and you start the process. So I've I've been struggling with those portable systems and, and getting involved with them because we like to put a complete system in that's controlled by, you know, just the touch of a button. So how does that differ from like an all weather TV? For example, I was at a hotel once and they had these cabanas by the pool. So admittedly there were, if there weren't three walls, there were at least two. And on one of the walls, they had a flat screen TV hanging. It looked pretty much like a flat screen TV in your hotel room it had a remote and out there during the day, we were able to watch it. And probably because we were in a cabana, so we had some coverage. Was that just a regular all weather TV that they had put out there versus, you know, there was definitely not a projector. It was just, but we could turn it on and put on whatever channel we wanted throughout the day. There's a couple of different manufacturers out there. Sunbright is probably the most ubiquitous in the marketplace and they make Literally, you could pour a bucket of water over these TVs. They're completely weatherproof. They're designed either to be in full shade, partial shade and sun, or full sun. And obviously, the technology for the full sun makes the TV cost a little bit more. But it's just like using a TV indoors. Those are are more usable in this area of the country because you can use them you can use them at five o'clock in the afternoon if there's a little bit of shade on it, or at least you have a view of the picture. So that's a better in my eyes, a better solution. It was great because we were out there from late morning till afternoon. And it's not like we had the TV on the whole time, but you could have flipped it on at any time during those hours right. and seen it. And it was a really sunny, bright day. But again, we were in sort of this cabana setting. So do you guys install those if somebody wanted something like that? We, we absolutely do. Yeah. Okay. Because I loved that and I thought it was great. 
Now, whether or not you can watch a movie on it is a different deal. I guess you'd have to have it streaming to something to do that. I'm not sure. You could do it. It, it, You could hook up any source that you would hook up to an indoor TV to the outdoor TV. So it's just all a matter of of what you want to watch. And yes, you could watch a movie and we do some enhanced sound systems. So I could create a surround sound system outside with landscape speakers and and really create an immersive environment to watch something outside. Okay. Yeah, no, I think that would be great. We've talked about a lot of trends, so I don't know if we've missed anything, but I want to know, are there any market trends in your field that we should know about? And of course, with COVID, is that affecting the trend either positively or negatively or bringing out a new trend? Just curious about trends in general within your industry. So, I mean, we're super busy with the things I've already discussed. So making the outdoors more usable, putting in theaters, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. From a structural standpoint in a house, you now, in a lot of cases, have two working parents in the house. They each need an office. So are you converting an office? What are you doing there? If there's kids in the picture, they may need a homework space. I can see a trend where When we look at an integrated house, we like to give you a button press for the way that you use a space 90% of the time. So Mm. let's say in the kitchen at night, you have the lighting a certain way every time. We give you a single button press, puts all of the lighting loads to exactly where you want them. Maybe Mm. turns on classical music or jazz, whatever that button press you want to have happen. I can see a, a case where we've got, you know, it's a workday button which does certain things like shuts off some of the entertainment systems, makes sure that the Wi-Fi is working at full tilt and the house is in work mode and both spouses are, are working and having Zoom meetings or whatever they're doing. And at mm-hmm. the end of the day, there's an entertainment button or a family time button that gets into shutting off the internet for the kids' phones and stuff so that they now have to pay attention and become a family unit and discuss what's happened during the day and really try to pull away from the electronics. There's ways we can make the environment where you can, you know, maybe turn some of this stuff off some of the time, I think wouldn't be a bad idea. And that's yeah. You really need an integrated system to do that, and you need okay. to, that capability. That's actually a good point, because I think as we are all home more, whether we're working or kids are schooling, our screen time is probably increasing dramatically. And so having a way to shut that off for everybody is probably a smart thing. Yeah. Sure. That's a good point, I think, to raise to our audience as well. So let's discuss the logistics of these systems a little bit. So, you know, we have people that are might be moving into a brand new construction home, might be renovating an existing home or rebuilding it, or just moving into a home that is a little bit older and they want to add a system like this. So do you want to talk a little bit about upgrading systems, replacing existing systems, that type of thing, as far as are these things available to people who have homes that are existing already? Yeah. So the the technology is available to new construction. It's available to existing homes that have already been built. And the look and feel of it is very similar in both of those scenarios. In new construction, you would have the ability to do what we call distributed lighting. So if you can picture in 8 million kitchens across the United States, there's a bank of like eight switches and you never actually learn what each one of them does. Distributed lighting allows you to take those switch loads and put them somewhere in the basement and then have a keypad that's got, you know, descriptions of each of the loads or scenes. 
Mm-hmm. And it's a, just an easier, sleeker way. It cleans up the walls and it makes it easy. In a house that's already been built, I can still control all of those switches. We would just pull them out and put in programmable dimmers that would then go onto the Crestron system. And then I, mm-hmm. again, can create scenes. I can actually take a dimmer anywhere in the house, replace it with a Crestron dimmer, break that up into six buttons. So I could have, you know, in the kitchen, I can have a master bedroom on off button and it will talk to the dimmers and switches in the master bedroom and shut mm-hmm. it off or turn it mm-hmm. on. We can do a lot with existing existing construction. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to bring that up because we have people moving, you know, to all kinds of different homes in the suburbs and they may have been you know, homes that were built a while ago, but have had some updates, maybe homes that haven't, maybe the one they're going to remodel. New construction, I know that's different. That's easy because you're going in right from sort of the bones to do it. But I want—I thought that was an important thing to talk about for our listeners because there's all ranges of homes that are being purchased right now. So it's nice to know that really your company can help out no matter where that home falls on the construction level, whether it's new or something that's been built in here for a while. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think it's important for the audience to know that there are systems out there. There have been systems around for a number of years. And one of the hardest things that I think my clients have hard time sort of dealing with is if they move into a house and they've got an existing system, mm-hmm. that system might be 10, 12, 15 years old. Technology has to be upgraded. And although parts of it may work, I try to get people to compare it to their phones. Like, how often do you upgrade your phone? That's how quickly the technology has moved in the house. And really, to have the best experience, we want to update the technology so that it works seamlessly, works with the faster internet speeds, and takes advantage of everything. Yeah, I think that's a really critical and important point. And I think the way you describe it is perfect because it's like, would you keep the same phone, iPhone or Samsung, whatever, for 10 years? I doubt it. You know, and yet, you know, even years ago when we moved into our house and, you know, technology is moving fast, but certainly not like now and we didn't have everything available. Even then, like the alarm system we had, you know, needed some fine tuning to get it to a better place. And then it's even progressed since then. But I think that's an excellent point. And that leads me to the next thing, which would be, I guess, if you had to say one thing or even a couple things of what would be the biggest benefits of having a smart home? To our listeners, that would be great if you would just impart to them what you think the biggest benefits to them would be by making this type of investment for their house. Sure. So, you know, we installed the smart home technology in our office several years ago, and I'm and I was grappling with how am I going to use this? And we interfaced it with an Amazon Alexa device, mm-hmm. and we created a command that was Alexa, turn off everything and arm the alarm. And it would lock the door, close the garage door, turn off the TV, turn off the receiver, lower the shades, turn off the lights and arm the alarm. That's great. So just the one voice command. And I'm like, we're never going to use this. This is crazy. Even I was just, but you use that command once and you realize how many systems you're touching. I'm going to give you a button press for something like that or a voice command for something like that. We've done houses where we've put a bunch of these Amazons around and or the Alexas around and and you literally can go through and talk to the house. You're walking into the kitchen. Your hands are full. Alexa, turn on the kitchen lights on the come. So Mm -hmm. I think it's that simplification. It's the 
I walk into the kitchen 90% of the time. I want the pendants on over the island. I want the undercounter lights on. Mm-hmm. I want to be listening to this Spotify station on, on my Sonos music system. And mm-hmm. I have a voice command or a button press to put my, my room into that mode. I'm leaving for vacation. And not only do I have an exit button on my keypad as I'm leaving, I have a run vacation program, which turns on random lights and raises and lowers shades and does all sorts of stuff on different days while you're away. makes the house look totally lived in. And, you know, that can act as, you know, we'd all used to leave for vacation and you worry about, well, who's going to watch the house? You know, and you might tell a neighbor, keep an eye out, we're away and, or this needs to be turned down. And I mean, you may still say that, but now with cameras, with the vacation mode where, you know, the heat's going to stay at a certain level and the pipes don't freeze, or the house isn't going to get too hot because you're going to keep the AC knowing that it's a heat wave when you're leaving at a certain level, all these things, you can have peace of mind, don't you think? Yeah. Yes. And and these systems are are available remotely. So if I'm on vacation, I'm getting two-way feedback on my phone from lights that are on or off, what each thermostat is set to from a temperature standpoint, being able to see the actual temperatures of the room, being able to see a failure in a component, having that ability to be away in the peace of mind. And then obviously pulling up your cameras. We've got a client in uh, Milford that's got, you know, The house was taken out by both hurricanes. It's up on stilts now. Mm -hmm. It's got cameras. It's got garage door control. And there's a garage door sort of on either side of it. And then it's got a camera pointing out towards the water. So they can look at the local weather conditions right at the house. They can open those garage doors to let water pass through if there's going to be a flood event. That sort of thing, giving you peace of mind about your house while you're away. Well, yeah. Um, and now important. with hurricanes being more normal, even in the Northeast, right. people who even in our town, people who live near the beach and things like that, they have to worry about flooding. So that's really amazing. I like that a lot. Yeah. Okay, great. So one thing I'll mention is Chris and his company is based in Connecticut. They do work on second homes in other states. They've been to states like New Hampshire and Florida and other areas. If you are not living in any of those states and you want a system like this, would you just search for maybe a Creston dealer, Chris, to have somebody install something like this if you're in another part of the country that you, you could, guys don't yeah, service? Yeah, there's Creston dealers, you know, pretty much all across the country. So you could do that in other states. Yeah, I just want to let our listeners know who might not be in our area and who are interested in this now. So I'll close the show with letting you tell our listeners where your website, any social media platforms they can find you on, as well as mentioning your physical location here in Connecticut, because I know they can call for consultations, right? I believe you do that. And I'll let you finish with that information. So we have a website. You can look at pictures of of what we do, but also read reviews and testimonials. And that is, if you just Google smart home and theater systems, it will come up and you can go right to the site there. We have a YouTube channel with a bunch of different videos on it. Again, just go in smart home and theater systems right into YouTube and it'll pop up. And it shows the ease of the Crestron system and how you can create your own scene and change things. It's different than it was in the past where you had to pay a programmer to make changes like this to a system. Now you have more control over it. You can reach us directly by phone. 203-659-4734 is the office number. And feel free to reach out to me via email. And my email address is chris, C-H-R-I-S, at audiovideoct.com. 
Great. And then do you, are you guys have an Instagram page now? I think I saw you we on We do have sure. an Instagram page too. You know, I interface with the clients and I participate in the marketing meeting and I don't know as much about all of the stuff we're doing online, but I know we put an awful lot of attention to that so that when you're Googling things like I want a home theater in Connecticut, that we come above the fold, that we're one of the first sites that you see. We put a lot of effort into that. Great. Well, it sounds like you're going to be easy to find. And I think this will interest a lot of listeners. I think we're in a day and age where the home is so central. I've thought that it's been for a long time, but it really is now. And so why not have it be smart? Exactly. (laughs) It should be smart. So I really thank you for your time and everything you've explained to us today. And I think it's a great feature and asset to add to your house. It really helps ease of living. So I think it's great. Well, thank, thank you, Chris. And thank you very much for uh, inviting me on. It's it's always fun to talk about this stuff. So I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, it was great. So interesting. I'll talk to you soon. Have a great day. Thanks, you too. To celebrate the launch of this show, I am going to be giving away some great prizes to four lucky winners. One winner is going to get a pair of AirPod Pros, and the other three winners are going to get a $100 gift card to either Serena and Lily, Restoration Hardware, or Amazon.com. You get to choose. So three lucky listeners who subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes will receive these. It doesn't have to be a five-star review, although I sure hope you do love this show. I want your feedback so I can create an awesome show that provides tons of value to you. So visit jillcalmaninteriors.com slash podcast launch to learn more about the contest and how to enter. I'll be announcing the winners on the show in an upcoming episode. From my home to yours, thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this episode of Welcome Home to the Suburbs. Head over to jillcalmaninteriors.com to learn more about designing a beautiful new home while minimizing the stress of moving. See you back here next week.